0: You are listening to the You Are a Lawyer podcast. I am the podcast host, Kyla DeNano, a 2015 law school graduate. This podcast was created to share the experiences and successes of law school graduates who created their own paths to career success. In episode 13, I am speaking with a brand advocate and lawyer. This guest uses her background in fashion to protect corporate and personal brands with brand counsel. Based in New York City, New York, today's guest is Anna Anna Radke. So welcome to the podcast, Anna.
1: Thank you for having me. Hi. (laughs)
0: Hi. So would you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. So I'm an attorney in New York. I'm managing associate at Brown Council. We're a full service by Coastal Law Firm. We're located in New York and in LA. I specialize in serving clients from the fashion industry, particularly in issues related to corporate commercial and intellectual property law. Okay. And I looked at
0: Brand Council. Their tagline has lawyers for a new generation of brands and business leaders. Do you guys represent influencers and things like that or more like fashion houses?
1: Uh, Both. So we represent both individuals and companies. Yeah, I know
0: influencers have been around because of YouTube and online websites and all the rest, but with Instagram and
1: all of it now, it's just blown up. It's really interesting to see both sides.
0: So are you like an agent in the way that like a sports, an athlete would have an agent?
1: You know, we're attorneys, so we provide legal services, right? But I think that our biggest competitive advantage is that we have such a vast network I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology, so I know a lot of people who work in the fashion industry. The partner of the law firm, he also owned a streetwear brand in the past, so he knows the ins and outs of the industry. And Mm -hmm. because we've served so many clients over time, then we have all these connections. So yes, besides legal services, we can introduce our clients to relevant parties if we think that it would be a good fit. And what
0: drew you to working with Brand Council?
1: Well, I was an intern at Brand Council, which previously was called the Fashion Law Group. We changed the name in the beginning of the year, so it better reflects our services. Because initially, we started with representing clients from the fashion industry. But over the years, we also had clients from art, media, sport, tech industries. So I think that representing brands Both personal brands and and corporate brands is a better name for our law firm. Okay. Some of the topics
0: that brand Council covers, immigration law was mentioned in there. Does that have to do with bringing over models or issues with getting them to the states?
1: Yeah, so I personally sometimes handle immigration matters because, as I mentioned, we're an outside counsel to many brands. Mm -hmm. Uh, So employment or immigration issues arise as well. Because there are many foreigners in the fashion or generally in the creative industry in the United States. I help with the business immigration side of things.
0: So, your role right now is the managing associate. What does a typical day look like for you? Is a lot of reviewing contracts, going out on meetings, meeting people?
1: So, yeah, I w- wake up very early around 5 30, 6 a.m. Then I review my emails, respond to my emails. And I kind of review my to-do list for the day. So these are more of uh, keeping track, business development activities. And then around 8.39, I get down to actual substantive work. I'm handling a lot of corporate governance issues. So drafting different consents, reviewing bylaws and things like that. Then filing trademark applications, prosecution of this trademark portfolios, and... It really varies, like reviewing a lot of contracts and calls with clients. So it's never boring.
0: When you were in high school or before you even went to FIT, what did you dream about being when you were older? If it wasn't an IP attorney with Brown Council.
1: So I chose to go to FIT because the fashion industry in Poland was really developing, but we didn't have any experts. So my goal was to get education in the U.S. when this business was already pretty much developed, gain this knowledge and apply it to this industry in my home country. So I wanted to be a person who will be introducing international brands to Poland, but but Mm -hmm. things didn't work like that. I took a fashion law class with Professor Guillermo Jiménez, who's the co-author of the leading fashion law textbook, and he sort of inspired me to go to law school. So, you know, for me, I didn't know that I would become an attorney especially an attorney in the United States as a foreigner. So it was a very interesting journey. And uh, it's been almost a decade now. <laughs> wow.
0: So in your questionnaire before the podcast recording, you mentioned that you attended law school because you were good at analyzing and writing. How do you think law school built on that?
1: Well, you know, I'm originally from Poland. So it's been quite a journey because I really had to work on my English. So the way I speak or the way I write, it has to be really good, right? Because an attorney's job is basically based on talking to people mm-hmm. and drafting things. So definitely, I developed my legal research and writing skills while taking such a class during my one year. And then I also served as a teaching assistant to a professor at Cardozo and help him with teaching this class. So I really took a lot of time on developing these skills. Yeah. Did
0: you enjoy
1: law school? Oh, uh, <laughs> good question. Uh, <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no, right? So uh, when I went to law school as a foreigner, I didn't really know what was going on. But then, you know, during my two or uh, 3 year year where during which I was able to choose my own classes, then it became better. But generally, um, law school just taught me organization and time management. It was pretty demanding Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely developed my uh, personality. Okay. Did you
0: take any courses like trademark law or copyright when you were in law school or did you wait for your LLM to get introduced to that?
1: No, I actually got a certificate in intellectual property. Uh, With my JD. Uh, Yeah, so I took all IP classes there. So uh, trademark law, copyright law, and then some other seminars and uh, classes specifically related to the fashion industry, such as fashion law or fashion legal drafting, I think that was the name of the class.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. We didn't have any options for things like that. We had a trademark course, but nothing for fashion drafting or fashion industry. So and you interned with Brand Council while you were in law school?
1: Yeah, I so right interned after? with with Brand Council, so formerly the Fashion Law Group, uh, during 1.0 summer, and then I believe uh, in the fall of my 2L year. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so you probably had your interest peaked, and then when you were able to choose your own
0: classes as a 2L and 3L, you started choosing those intellectual property courses?
1: Yeah, and I also knew that I want to be a lawyer serving the fashion industry because I already had this background knowledge from FIT. So for yeah. me, it was a pretty um, natural decision.
0: Okay. A lot of people hate intellectual property and trademarks. <laughs> That's why I was really? wondering. Yeah, um, just because of how technical it is. I practice, I'm in an IP group here in Cincinnati, um, but we deal with mm-hmm. online sellers like Amazon and eBay and stuff. So
1: oh, so but mostly probably counterfeiting and things mm-hmm. like that. But yeah.
0: We're a little bit more on the patent side with how far can you push the counterfeit for we can sue.
1: so. Interesting, yeah. but I think it's it's pretty technical, but it's very interesting.
0: Yeah. So after law school, you went to Cordoza, and then you received an LLM in law, technology, and entrepreneurship. How did that program build on your Juris Doctorate degree?
1: Uh, it was very interesting. I had classmates from all over the world. It was a very hands-on, practical experience. It really developed my knowledge about venture capital and startup side of things. So I took classes such as technology transactions, emerging growth companies, internet law, intellectual property law. So it was a nice addition to my practical experience, especially because we worked on real life projects. During first semester, we worked on a mentorship app that was focused on improving diversity and inclusion for Accenture. And then the second semester, we worked on a legal tech tool for Cooley, so an international law firm.
0: Yeah, and law school being so broad, you definitely wouldn't have been as focused as you were on those things such as venture capital lists and all those areas.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: So is there anything that you think you would have done differently to get to where you are now and being
1: an attorney? You know, I have no regrets. Obviously, there are things that I could have done differently, but Mm. I believe that our life is a journey, and we just have to adapt to it and do our best, and eventually we will end up in the right place.
0: Yeah, and I never would have even imagined. I knew that Fashion houses had attorneys, but I'm your role as the managing associate with brand council is incredible. I didn't know that existed. And then to find out that there's an entire, you know, agency and you guys are doing this. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So thank you so much, Anna.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. You have a great day. Thank you for listening to You Are a Lawyer. Subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. New episodes are released every other Thursday, Leave a comment on our Instagram or Twitter pages. You can find those details in the show description. Feel free to contact me at Kyla at youarealawyer.com. Have a great day.